welcome back to another episode of Caffeine and High Hopes with your host, me. <laughs> um, I want to give a quick thank you to everyone who has followed along, who has subscribed, rated, reviewed, all those good things. If you haven't yet, you can on Apple Podcast. You can go on there and give a quick five-star review. You can give me a quick little blurb of why you're liking the podcast um doesn't have to be anything fancy even a quick sentence is good for me and you can also follow along on facebook and instagram it's caffeine and high hopes super simple usually whatever is on instagram is on facebook but if you are not with the times and don't have instagram yet then you can definitely just uh give a quick follow on facebook so I appreciate everyone who has been on this journey with me. Um, it's been fun. I'm really liking it. And uh, this week it is just me again, which shocker, I know. Um, but I am really enjoying having these solo episodes. So there will be some sprinkles of interviews kind of popping up here and there. Uh, I am recording with someone this week. And I think you guys will find her very fascinating and very interesting. And I really want to pick her brain so get excited for that. I will have more details up as we get closer to next week's date. And yeah, I have some exciting things coming up um, in both in business and personal life. So I will share those as we get there. Uh, I just want you guys to know that, yeah, this, this year's starting out pretty cool. Got some pretty neat things on the plate. And uh, I hope you all are having that as well. Because really, we should all be excited about every little thing that is going on in our lives, no matter what they are. So let me know if uh, there is some cool stuff happening. I want to hear it. All right. So this week, I'm just going to dive right into it. Um, I'm recording at home right now in my house coat and slippers. <laughs> and uh, it's getting close to my bedtime. Nine o'clock is usually when I uh, curl up and go to bed because, you know, mom life and... Uh, I just really like my sleep. So this week, I am talking about something that is very near and dear to my heart. Um, it's something that I've gone through. It's kind of the reason why I got into the job that I have now. And it's something that I feel we have all struggled with and have dealt with. And it's something that I feel we still need to talk about. We need to talk about it more. We need to address it more. And we make we need to make it a more normal conversation. And um, I feel like there is a lot, a lot more access and information out there about it, especially on social media, um, specifically Instagram. I find it, it's a very positive space. And I feel like this is talked about a lot on there, which I absolutely love. So this week we are talking about body image and how it can affect so much in our lives and how we can build confidence, how we can find balance. And I want to give you guys kind of my backstory of everything, the ups and downs that I've dealt with, um, how I've been able to get to this point of feeling absolutely comfortable with my body, even though it is very, very different after having a child and kind of how I went from one extreme to the other. I still hear a lot, um, especially from new clients and people that come in at work, like, you know, why, why would you get into 
a business like this where you help people, you know, get healthier, adopt healthy lifestyles, lose weight, that kind of thing, when clearly you've never struggled with it. And I kind of have an issue with that for a few reasons because A, you cannot just look at a person and know just by judging what they look like, what they've gone through. Um, you, you definitely like, I'm at a, I'm at a healthy weight. I feel good. I think that I look decent. I mean, I could probably, you know, my goal is probably like seven pounds less than what I am now, but I'm not consumed by it. But I have been through it all. Um, and I, I really want to dive into that and talk about it because I don't think people realize that it takes a long time for someone to get to a healthy place and to stay there and to be comfortable with it and that when you are in an in an unhealthy space you don't necessarily realize it um while you're living it you you mostly notice it once all the fog clears and you start addressing it and working on yourself and your mindset with it because I know for me who when I was in the throes of over exercising and under eating I just thought I was being healthy and that couldn't have been farther from the truth. So we're going to talk about that. Um, I'm going to go way back because I feel like it sets the tone and gives you a better idea of everything. But growing up, um, I was a tomboy and I mean, I wasn't necessary. I wasn't big. I wasn't overweight, but I was definitely chubbier on the chubby side and I didn't really care. Um, I was active. I was always active. I was always into sports and, uh, it wasn't until I guess once I got into school, um, and started kind of comparing myself to other girls and other kids my age that I was like, mm, I feel like I'm bigger than what girls should be at this size or not the size at this age. And, uh, it's crazy to think because I'm sure I feel like that probably started around 10 and to me, that is so young, so, so young um, to be self-conscious and comparing yourself and looking at your body and being like, am I fat? Like, am I, you know, do I, do I need to do something about this? I don't, I had no idea how to do anything about it. it this, that was just my body type. That's what I look like. Um, like I, I was super active. I was always doing stuff. And I mean, growing up on a farm, like, yeah, you're constantly outside and, and getting exercise and things like that. So I didn't fully understand it and grasp it and it wasn't until I would say like junior high was when I started to get self-conscious about myself because a lot of the girls in my grade were thinner. They were just smaller built and here I was <laughs> like hanging out with the guys and you know on the basketball team and doing all that stuff and realizing that I was like, mm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a lot bigger than what I thought I should be. So I kind of started being conscious of that. Um, I never really let it affect my confidence. That didn't happen until much later. So probably like once I hit high school, it wasn't bad. I mean, I was very, very conscious of what I wore, what I looked like. I would never be caught dead with a stomach roll, you know, that was always hidden um, with the way I dressed. I always made sure I dressed for my shape and my body. I mean, I was not, I was not overweight or anything like that. But in my mind, I always felt like I was 
bigger and I had a stomach and I mean, I was still like, I played basketball for many years, uh, through high school. I rodeoed quite a bit. So, I mean, that was a workout in itself. And, and I think that helped a lot too, because it just kept my mind off of things and that was my happy place. And, you know, when your horse is in shape, you're in shape. So that definitely went hand in hand. And it probably wasn't until my little stint in college. Well, I mean, probably a little bit after that. In college, I just didn't eat much. We drank a lot. And I was pretty thin then. But I didn't really pay attention to it. It wasn't on my forefront. I don't think I even worked out once the whole time I was there. It was just mostly stress and not eating and just, you know, putting my liver through a test <laughs> every other night of the week. Um, it was about, I would say, what, around 20 um, was when I started to get kind of obsessive with things. Um, I got big into running and I mean, I loved it. I still love running. I just, I'm not as hardcore as I used to be. And I subscribed to some fitness magazines and that kind of skyrocketed my obsession with working out and being fully and completely aware of every single piece of food that I was putting in my mouth. I was working out six days a week. I only ate protein and veggies and I was so stuck on getting to a certain weight. I wanted to be 130 pounds. That was my goal. And I mean, I'm 5'6 and uh, that's, that's pretty, to me, for my body type and just because I know what my body's like, that was low. That was that was thin. That was a very unrealistic goal. And back then, I mean, you're young, you're an impressionable and you kind of don't think about that. I, I always made sure that if I ate something that I deemed unhealthy, that I was working it off, that I was watching those calories burned on the treadmill or whatever I was doing or tracking in my app, um, or my Nike fuel band that it was going to surpass whatever I ate. So if I had a chocolate bar, I was working it off in the gym. Like there was no, you're not leaving that in your system. You have to punish yourself. Um, I really think the turning point was, which I still have the picture on my phone, um, was when I took this picture of myself. It was after a workout in the gym and I was just feeling, I was really hard on myself that day. My workout went shitty and I was just like, fuck, like I'm, I'm going to take this progress picture. Like I'm going to do this. And I remember taking the picture and just being like, oh my God, I can't believe I look like this. I am so big. And just that negative talk just started spewing itself out. And I weighed myself at the gym and I was 148 pounds. Which honestly, for my body type and the amount of muscle mass I did have at the time, that was perfectly healthy. I should have never, ever worried about getting under that. And I was mortified. I remember seeing that number and being like, holy shit. Like, we have got so much work to do and it all starts now. And I look back. I'm, I should find the picture and share it with you guys. I look back now and see that picture and I I can't believe I ever thought I was big in that picture like my body dysmorphia is real you guys and I don't like to label myself with stuff but 
it is so, so real and it doesn't have to be this crazy big thing that you deal with, you know, forever and ever and ever in order for you to talk about it. Back then, I 100% had it. Um, I definitely felt that no matter how thin I got or how many times I went to the gym, every time I looked at myself, I was just like, nope, we got to fix this. We got to do that. You know, you don't look good. And it was constant. I was so self-conscious and so not aware of what I was putting myself through that it's just, it's so sad. Um, I think back and I just, I kind of just want to go back in time and give myself a hug and be like, hey man, you can eat some toast. Like it is okay. And I just, I remember my lowest I ever got was 132. And even then, I remember it was right before we went to Vegas. And the whole reason of going to Vegas was so I could run this 5K run. And uh, I remember I weighed myself before we went. I worked out the whole time we went there, no matter what. Um, We went to the hotel gym. I was like, I'm not missing a workout. We're doing this. And I remember being so discouraged and so upset at myself because I was working out so hard and doing all this and I was still 132 I was two pounds away from my goal weight and I just could not get to it and it just I don't and when you're when you're in the middle of that you don't know that what you're doing is wrong you think you're being healthy because you're doing what everyone tells you you should do you know you should eat a lot of vegetables you should get a ton of lean protein in limit your carbs work out lots like you think you were doing everything right when honestly you're not like my my mindset was so so messed up during that whole time of my life because I I remember again like we were in Vegas and I there was the first time I had in years worn a bikini and we went out to the pool and I was mortified and dreading it and people were looking at me and I was like ah like this is awful like you know, they're gonna, they're gonna see my, my stomach rolls when I sit down, and they weren't looking at me because I was, you know, had some crazy body, they were looking at me because I probably looked good, because I was so thin, and I, I didn't even think of it, I was, like, trying to hide behind my towel, and, like, I just, I really want to drive home that no matter how much you think, you know, you need to work out and do all this stuff, you will still, you, there's a really good chance that you'll still be miserable and self-conscious with your body. And it's just so sad because, you know, you think like you're young and you're healthy and you're in shape and you should be enjoying life and happy with yourself and letting that happiness like permeate into all areas of life. But instead I was so miserable because that's all I was thinking about was my weight, what I was eating, how I could get, you know, thinner and more muscle and it was just it was so much it was so consuming and then what happened was when I got pregnant I I think I was back up to when I found out I was pregnant I was back up to like just under 150 which again was a very very healthy spot for me and I I was just like, ugh, like, here we go. Like, I'm going to start gaining weight. It's not going to be good. My whole plan for the pregnancy was to work out as much as I possibly could, you know, gain a minimal amount and then just dive right back into everything afterwards. And that didn't happen. Um, 
what ended up happening was I had probably the worst morning sickness for a solid four months. I was puking nonstop. I would eat one thing and it would just come back up. I went on medication for it and it didn't matter how much I threw up and how little I ate. I was steadily gaining weight um, for the first, I probably right around three, four months. Um, I was so sick and uh, I remember going in for the checkups at the doctor and like every time I went in I was up five pounds eight pounds nine pounds and I was just like well, how is this happening like I am not keeping any food in you know and I was just seeing that scale go up and up and up my anxiety and stress was skyrocketing because I had never I was always so in control of my weight and so in control of everything that not being able to control it was driving me insane and making me panic for what I was going to have to face after having my baby. So I ended up gaining about, I think it was like 60 pounds. It was unreal. And I hated my body. I just, I couldn't look at myself. I, everything was so foreign. I had never, ever been over 150 pounds and here I was dealing with all this extra weight and a new baby and I mean I had a c-section so I couldn't even do anything um the recovery was long and hard and so uncomfortable and hurt so much and it was just it was a lot like I I just didn't know where to start and dealing with that on top of everything else that was going on in my life it was just it was so overwhelming and I remember just feeling so hopeless and not knowing what to do and you know it's it's tough for anyone as soon as you have a newborn like it's insane you you're not sleeping you don't have time to sit and eat and you're you're all mixed up because your days are your nights your nights are your days and it's just a lot so I kind of just put my whole body on the back burner and was like this is what it is like if I don't look at it I don't have to deal with it and I like I wouldn't I wouldn't look at myself in a mirror I would wear big baggy clothes um it probably wasn't it was probably a good three months after having Casey that I was like okay we need to get back into it like we're gonna go for our first run and I remember doing that and my legs felt like cinder blocks. I was, I was absolutely horrified at myself because I was used to running like, I mean, when I was like in the thick of it and pretty hardcore into watching my pace and time, like I was doing about a nine minute mile. To me, that was good. That was a nice pace I could keep up and, um, I don't think I could do that now, uh, but that's what I had in my head of like, holy shit, like you used to run like nothing. And now you can hardly pick your legs up and you're out of breath and everything is moving and I'm heavy and I'm uncomfortable. And it was just a lot. And it took such a toll, but I definitely, I mean, there was other things going on in my life at that time, <laughs> um, throwing into divorce and moving and all that kind of stuff that definitely played a little role in my mind. But it was just such a shock to have to deal with that after being on one end of the spectrum to this end now. Like, 
I went from being, I would consider myself underweight when I was in the throes of it to being overweight and with a newborn and dealing with all this other stuff. So it was, it was a lot. And I mean, that's where I kind of need people to understand that, yeah, like I've been through that. I've, I've gone from, you know, being obsessive and OCD to everything that I was eating and my exercise to being overweight and feeling uncomfortable and not knowing how to fix it and dealing with life in general on top of that. So I can definitely see where people are coming from and I can sympathize with them because yeah, no, I've, I've done that. And now, now I can finally say I'm at my happy place. I... I'm, I'm, I think I'm like 160 right now. And I mean, yeah, I could probably lose five more pounds if I really wanted to, but it's not my main concern. It took, it's, it's, well, it has taken a lot of years to get here. Like I, yeah, I have cellulite. I have a ton, ton of stretch marks. They are literally everywhere. Um, I have loose skin from gaining that much weight over pregnancy and then losing it afterwards, like my stomach, holy man, you guys, (laughs) I wish I showed it off a lot more before pregnancy because it's, uh, it's not what it used to be. That's for sure. But the thing is, I don't give a shit. Um, and that is the biggest difference is that I have learned wholeheartedly to be kind to myself and being like, Hey body, you know, thanks for sticking with me throughout all this and putting up with my bullshit and dealing with me, making you starve and work out nonstop and then growing a child and then trying to get back on track and do everything. Like it has really, really been through the ringer. And I just, it, it really opened my eyes that, you know, yeah, it's not perfect. I know that. And it could come with age a little bit too. I mean, as you get older, you kind of get more comfortable in your skin in general, but I'm happy with it. Like I am at a place now where I eat good things because I feel good when I do that. I have more energy when I do that. And that translates wholeheartedly into work and into motherhood. Because when I feel good and when I am functioning at 100%, I can be a better boss. I can be a better business owner. I can help my clients more easily and I can be a better mom. I can keep up with him. I can play with him. I can have more fun at night. I'm not dragging my ass and, you know, being tired and grumpy because I'm fueling myself with good food and I'm being conscious of it, but I'm also not depriving myself or restricting myself. I'm just eating what I think feels good and right to me. And if I want to have a glass of wine, I'll have a glass of wine. If I want to share a bowl of ice cream with Casey, I will do that. I am conscious of how much I'm eating and I'm not, definitely not stressing about working out the next day to get rid of it because that's just not, I don't have time for that anymore. That's not my whole priority and my mindset and I mean that could also come with having a kid I mean your whole priority in life changes hugely and drastically but you need to know that getting to a certain number does not guarantee your happiness and I think a lot of people don't really realize that until they're on the other side of it I mean when I was at my lowest I hated my body I constantly found things that I didn't like and that I wanted to improve and was so hard on myself. 
And it was just not, it was not a good place to be in. Whereas now, yeah, you know, I notice if my pants are getting tighter, then hmm, maybe I need to be a little more diligent and maybe, you know, actually put in some extra workouts if I need to. But it's not the be all end all of things. I work out when I can. I mostly just do it at home now because just getting to the gym doesn't really fit into my schedule as much as I'd like and I would much rather just wake up, roll out of bed, do it, carry on with my day, then it's done. And I found last year actually was the first year, this time last year actually, um, I got into a really good routine of it and I felt really good, I did really good and again like it was such a weird foreign feeling to me Um, we went on holidays last year and to be comfortable in a bathing suit that was the first time in my whole life that I was full-fledged comfortable wearing a bathing suit out in public in front of people and could not care less of what I looked like and I remember last year like thinking like holy shit I've done it. I have finally done it. Like I was so proud of myself and so happy because I mean, my body is nowhere near perfect and nowhere near as in shape or toned as it was when I was 20, 21. And yet at that age, I wouldn't have been caught dead in a bathing suit because I was so self-conscious and worried about what I look like and how things looked. Whereas now, like I didn't care if the frick, the dimples in my ass were showing, if um, people could see the stretch marks on the inside of my legs. Like, I was comfortable. I was like, you know what? I've been working out. I've been eating good. Like, I feel really good. Um, you can see a little bit of muscle in my arms. Like, I was living for that holiday because I was like, yeah, this is me. And I just, I felt confident. And it was such a weird feeling because I had never hit that before. So, just know that if you are working on yourself and actively putting in the work and, you know, being conscious of your self-talk, because that's a big one, um, you will get there. You will get there and you will feel good and you will you will have that aha moment where you're just like, damn, I love myself. And it will be such a game changer and it will seep into all the other areas of your life and things will just get better because of that. I can't stress that enough. Um, If you have any of that negative self-talk popping in, replace it with something good. Um, Do some affirmations, which I wasn't going to talk about, but you know what? I am now. (laughs) We're going to segue into that a little bit. I cannot stress to you enough about finding an affirmation that works for you and repeating it day in and day out because eventually you will convince yourself that that is true and it feels good and you will start to blossom. So if you don't know what it is, there's so many, there's no wrong way to do it and there's so many different ways you can do it. But a big one where you can start with is stand in front of your mirror, if you have one, or even if you have a little one in the bathroom, whatever, stand in front of it and pick something that you love about yourself and say it. And you could, it could be anything from just, I love myself or you're a badass or, you know, you have done so much good work or I'm so proud of you. Anything that is positive and that can just bring that light out in you, do it. Say it and do it every single day, every, every day, write it out. You can even put, put little post-it notes or stickies or write on your mirror of, whatever it is that you really want to drive home to yourself and eventually you're going to believe it. You're, you're 
you're going to retrain your mind to believe those good thoughts and all those negative thoughts are not going to come back in. I mean, they could try to seep in, but that's where you just have to be like, nope, we are not doing that anymore. That has no place for this. We are moving on. And yeah, like there's been times where I've dealt with that where I'm like, ah, like I got to work on this or, you know, my legs are getting a little flabbier than I'd like. And instead of nitpicking myself, I'm just like, well, I'm going to move more this week or I'm going to go out and, you know, go for a hike or go for a snowshoe because I know that feels good and it works my body. And that's just, I like being capable of doing that. So play around with it. But I mean, you are your biggest advocate and you need to really learn that, and I know this is such a saturated term and it's so overused, but self-love is really a big thing. And if you don't have that and you are not practicing that, it's going to affect all the other areas in your life. How can you expect to teach your kid that? How can you expect them to love themselves if you don't love yourself? How can you, well, especially for the industry that I'm in, I can't expect clients to do that if I can't do that. And it's a definitely a really good reminder to practice what you preach because if I am not actively doing that, there is no way in hell I can expect clients to do that. So that's where it also becomes really important. And I mean, you don't have to be in the health and wellness industry to do that. It can be anything. Like if you are actively loving yourself and genuinely love yourself, it's going to come out in confidence. It's going to come out in how you present yourself and how you dress and how you greet people and how you interact with people. So no matter what you're doing for a job, that all starts there. And especially, I mean, everyone knows when it comes to relationships, like if you don't love yourself, you can't expect someone else to do that. And you're just going to run into issues upon issues until you finally do. And I think I really found that out this year that like once I got fully and completely comfortable with myself, I was able to kind of present myself to other people and be like, this is, this is me. I'm comfortable with myself. And it just made things so much easier, especially on the relationship front. Like I'm, I mean, yeah, I could definitely work out a little bit more and all that kind of stuff, but I don't care. And I don't, I don't care if you can see dimples in my cheeks or my legs and, you know, if I sit down and I have a few extra rolls on my stomach because, hey man, we all do, it's called skin, um, that doesn't bother me anymore. And I'm not trying to hide myself or shrink myself down because of it. And that has made me, it's just, it's made me blossom so much more. And especially with the relationship front, because now I can just be myself and be like, hey, like, let's just do fun stuff and not worry about what I look like. So that has been a massive, massive game changer. Um, I just, I'm, I'm just looking at my notes here and I just want everyone to understand that you can live now, be comfortable now, don't stop yourself from doing things because you're worried about your appearance and your, you know, how your body looks. It's, it's crazy for me to think back and like I've gone, I went on a few holidays and stuff when I was kind of in the throes of my major over-exercising phase and under-eating and I didn't enjoy myself because I was so worried about what I was going to look like if I wore a bathing suit. What did I look like in shorts? You know, can I wear this? You know, as if I sit down, can they see this or 
you know, and do I need to suck in my stomach 24 seven so that I can go out and enjoy this supper? And it, it was too much. Like I missed out on so many things. I missed out on amazing home cooked meals. I missed out on, you know, going out for pizza with friends because I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't have to worry about working out. I missed out on things because I went to the gym instead. And it's crazy. Like I just, I really, really hope people understand that you can live now, no matter what you look like, no matter your size, no matter how much you weigh, you are fully deserving of all those good and fun times as much as anyone else. You don't have to be a fitness model. You don't have to have washboard abs. None of that matters. You want to go someplace tropical and wear a bathing suit and run around on the beach and splash in the water and do all those things because you actually love doing them? Go do it. Nobody cares if your thighs are touching. Nobody cares if you have some extra rolls here and there. No one, honestly, no one gives a shit. And the people who do are totally not worthy of even having any of your time or mind space at all. People who project that kind of thing, I mean, they're dealing with their own demons. So don't you you can't you cannot let your weight and your size stop you from living out what you want to do and I wish I had known that when I was younger because I I feel like I restricted myself so much and was so worried about oh what did I look like you know I need to be this size and I need to do all these things and now I'm just like I I don't care (laughs) and it is such a freeing and good feeling And it took me years. It took me so long to get there. So, I mean, if you're working on it, kudos to you. I mean, you will get there. You will get to a point where you're just like, fuck yes, I love how I look. I love everything about myself and I'm going to live my full potential. Don't wait until you get to a certain number on the scale to do that because you're just, you're missing out on so much. You have all these opportunities in front of you and good things that you could be doing So go do them. It doesn't matter if you're 10 pounds lighter or whatever. Move because it feels good. Eat foods that are good for you and that make you feel good. And just be aware of, you know, if I eat this thing and it doesn't make me feel good, well, then maybe I shouldn't, you know, eat that much of it all the time. But don't restrict yourself. Like, go out, have birthday cake on your birthday. Um, You know, have your friends over, eat some pizza, drink some wine it's all okay. Like you can find a healthy balance, but you have to actively work on it and just be aware. Um, I mean this, I would say it's been a solid, I would say a solid five years. Well, pretty much since, cause Casey will be five this year. So it's been five years of me dealing with being comfortable with my postpartum body and learning that I can really love it, even though it looks nothing like what it did when I was 20, 21, when I was very in shape and had abs and my hip bones were sticking out. And I I don't ever wish to be back in that place because what I connect with that is being miserable and self-conscious and hungry, so hungry. And I don't ever want to do that again. I, I just want to do what I can and make the most of it. So, I mean, now to tie this in a little bit with your work and stuff, um, well, or just life in general, but 
the more confident you are in yourself, the better things will be. I know for myself on the days that I feel good about myself and especially my body, business is always better. It's like that energy just draws people in and I can, I, and I know for a fact too, like on those days I'm dressing better, I'm doing my hair, I'm doing my makeup, I'm really like just feeling good and looking good and having that confidence like spew out of me and those are the days when sales are amazing and those are the days when I have really really good chats with clients and great check-ins with them because I can feel that way and then they feel that way they're like man yeah like everything's going so good and like it just it becomes kind of like a domino effect so no matter what you're doing in your life or a job or whatever it all starts with you so take a moment and uh, really focus in on what you can do this week just to love yourself that much more and how you can be that much more kind to yourself and just watch how things start to shift because you will notice it Um, and just ease up on yourself do not be so hard on yourself get rid of that negative self-talk because you don't need it you honestly do not need to have that little voice in your head telling you all these negative and mean things because what is that accomplishing that's not going to make you do anything it's not going to you know, it's not going to drive you to make the changes that you want. You're just going to feel guilt and shame. And no one needs to be dealing with those kinds of emotions, especially when you're doing it to yourself. Um, and just be aware, like, if you do have kids, please, please, please be conscious of how you talk about yourself in front of them. I mean, I honestly, golden rule is I don't, I don't, belittle myself or talk about myself in front of my kid and I know he's a boy but it still matters it doesn't matter if they're a boy or a girl I don't want him growing up thinking he has to look a certain way or be at a certain weight because that is not the focus I want him to know that yeah be active move around do fun things because then you can um and it's fine like eat your vegetables but I mean if you want to have a treat here and there that's okay too like Food should not be the enemy and exercise should not be punishment for it. And don't don't start cutting yourself down and being like, oh, I'm feeling so fat today and putting those words into their head because that will become their inner dialogue and we do not want that. Like I think back to being like nine, nine or 10 and that's when I started thinking, hey man, like am I fat? Is this, am I overweight? Like that's so young. And so just be aware of that. Uh, especially, I mean, you could be even just working with kids or in a school or whatever. We need to be positive role models on it and we need them to know that it's okay to love yourself no matter what size you are. And everyone should be like that and everyone should be respectable of that and no one should cut anyone down because of their size. So yeah, that was a bit of a heavier, um, heavier topic. Well, no, not really. I wouldn't say it was that bad but I just feel like it's something that we need to talk about and address and yes social media is getting better there's a lot of body positivity accounts especially on Instagram and there's a few that I follow that have helped me tremendously Um, and that's the other thing like don't follow accounts and people that make you wish your body was different follow ones that you can look at and be like hey like that looks like me or I have that too or I can relate to that or 
you know, like I love nothing more. And I know a lot of people have mixed reviews on this, but seeing Lizzo out there flaunting herself, being a boss bitch and just owning every inch of herself and having the confidence. I I absolutely love it. I am so excited to see especially a high profile um, singer doing something like that because it's so out of the norm and it is so, so needed. We need more people like that. We need more people sharing things like that, especially when it's in the media and just knowing that it's normal. It is okay. And we should all be happy with, with what we have. And I mean, just do what feels good for you and the rest will all fall into place. And I'm just, I'm so excited to be seeing that kind of trickle into mainstream media and social media now. So kudos to all those people out there doing that and sharing their truths and showing their real you and letting people know that, hey, we all got cellulite, whatever, who gives a shit? (laughs) That's just the way it is. Um, Don't, don't beat yourself up over it. I mean, whatever. If you're, you're doing your thing, who, who really cares at the end of the day? So yeah, that is my talk and definitely like find, find real people that you can connect with, get rid of any shame that you have and just start living now. Don't let your body get in the way of that. Um, and you'll just, you will feel so much freer. I guarantee it. Okay. Well, that's it. It's my bedtime now. I'm recording this. Saturday night. It's nine o'clock now. And uh, that is my cue. So I hope you guys all enjoyed. If you did, please uh, rate and review, subscribe. There's a lot of subscribers, you guys. And if you all went on and left me one review, that would be incredible. (laughs) Because I can see how many people have subscribed. And I think I only have like 30 reviews which is a fraction of it. So this is your cue right now. As soon as this is over, you go on there, you leave a review for me. I will share it. I'll give you a little shout out, but it would, it would mean a whole, whole lot to me if you could do that. Um, I'm really trying to build this up and connect with a lot of people. So go out and do that. Make sure you're following Instagram. If you want to follow my personal account, it's Danny, D-A-N-I underscore W-D-O-U-B-L-E-Y-O-U. Mostly pictures of, well, whatever shenanigans we're getting up to. Dog pictures, kid pictures, outside pictures, that kind of thing. But it's a fun space. Um, And yeah, let me know what you think of everything. Stay tuned for interviews. Um, I do have, well, I have one scheduled for the following week, like once you hear this the next week, uh, I'll have her episode up and I have another one scheduled for the end of the month and possibly two more. We'll have our first male guest on. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, I'll be getting things scheduled ahead of time because I am taking a little holiday here in March. So stay tuned for more details on that. It's quite exciting. And yes, thanks for taking along. Um, I hope you guys got something out of this and I hope you all go and look at yourselves in the mirror or say something to yourself later that you genuinely mean and that is genuinely nice because you deserve it. So have a good day and uh, stay tuned for next week's episode. Thanks. Bye.